Say it again. Neil, we are recording. Uh, okay, John Paulo, we're now recording. Uh, I was just talking to Zerk in Amsterdam, who, who makes a nice recording. Good. So we, I'm pleased to welcome you all to the last of the recitations. Um, uh, this will be led by John Paulo Bassi, CEO of SolidWorks, with a team of some of the lead developers about a really exciting development they're doing of um, moving into the cloud, but with real-time hardware interfaces. So they're going to spend about 30 minutes demoing software, VR, fabrication, and then come back and discuss the future. And so with that, uh, GP, I'll switch to your desktop and you can present and take over. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, uh, good morning, everybody. And Thank sorry, you GP, they, I'm going to presentation mode. Yeah. Are you good? good? Okay. So good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Gianpaolo, and I would like to introduce here uh, the team. We have uh, Manish here, who is going to uh, to control and to show to show off our virtual reality. We have Sal Lama, who is uh, helping us with demos, and we have Sean, who is the expert of uh, uh, of the mods that we have um, connected to every uh, to every uh, computer in uh, this lab. Uh, I also wanted to tell everybody that we are in the newly uh, minted uh, Fab Lab in uh, Waltham, uh, Massachusetts. is uh, sitting in our uh, campus. is a beautiful facility. And uh, Abhijit, if you want, Abhijit is in charge of it. Oh, uh, yeah, Abhishek, sorry. <laughs> Abhishek is in charge of it. And uh, this is a beautiful experience. We did the inauguration uh, a couple of weeks ago with uh, a lot of people and is echoing all over. Uh, the news. We are very proud of this. This is why we are sitting in this very exciting environment. Today, I would like to talk about uh, a few things uh, that we do at SolidWorks, in particular, uh, the new lineage of products that uh, will run in, uh, in the browser. But in general, we wanted to uh, showcase uh, what we call the future of design. First of all, some, some, uh, some bragging. We have uh, uh, many, many, a, a very large ecosystem with the main users across the world. I think we have, uh, we have installed more than three and a half million seats in our 20 plus years of existence. And we are very proud of this. And of course, the community of FabLab and the makers is a, a central part of, of our ecosystem. And we are very proud of be part of this community. What we do at SolidWorks can be summarized by this slide. Uh, don't worry, we will go very quickly through this slide and we go into uh, live demos very uh, rapidly. So, but we do three things, basically. We have uh, uh, three, uh, three things and two lineage of products. One is uh, the desktop lineage, which is probably the most uh, uh, well-known and trusted uh, series of uh, portfolio of, uh, of products. And then we are building what we are calling the platform-centric strategy. So basically products that revolve around the cloud. If we talk about, briefly about desktop, it is very well known, but we have some priorities in what we do there and what we do in general, and it is the design to manufacture integration. This is the reason why we are here. This is why our connection to the FabLab world is very important. We have totally adopted the vision of design to fabrication in the most seamless way. And there are some examples there. Uh, there are uh, in, in the pictures that you see here, you have seen the mods at work. We have been working with the mods technology for some time now. Uh, we have also introduced uh, SolidWorks CAM, which is a two and a half axis plus turning plus up all the way to five axis module in SolidWorks desktop that is basically intelligent, what you call intelligent CAM. Uh, that is able to read uh, manufacturing information directly from the 3D format. Uh, another important part of our vision is mechatronics. So today, uh, there is no uh, mechanical engineer that is not fully versed in electrical and electronics design as well, because we believe that mechanical design is a fully well-rounded, integrated, and you need to consider the intelligence of your products from the onset. This is why we have a solution that is called Mechatronics that includes the design of printed circuit boards and design of the, of the electrical system. 
all integrated in, uh, in our solutions. And when we talk about uh, the platform cloud-centric products, we have introduced on the, on, uh, to the market uh, two products already. One is called the Conceptual Designer, and the other one is called Industrial Designer, that uh, they are designed to complement uh, the uh, power of the desktop portfolio. However, uh, right now we are embarked in a much more ambitious uh, journey, which is the, introdu introduction, the introduction of what I call uh, web apps. And uh, the first one we, we call the SolidWorks X Design. So here are the characteristics of uh, SolidWorks X Design. It runs in any browser. Uh, we will, it it, it doesn't, doesn't have any dependency on the local hardware as long as uh, uh, you have a modern browser that can support uh, the WebGL technology. You can run it, whether it is a Chromebook or an iPad or, or an Apple or Windows uh, and so on. It is designed to support the mobile and the touch, and there are many innovations in the modeling area as well. For instance, there is a single modeling environment where we can go from parts to multiple parts to assembly seamlessly in the same environment. Of course, there are all the traditional features that you expect that are right now a mainstream design paradigm like sketch, extrude, and so on, full parametric and associative paradigm. Uh, but we have introduced uh, also in this context uh, innovations like super features, so features that can morph themselves from being additive to being subtractive or fillers that can transform into, uh, into chamfers and other uh, local type of uh, modifications. But the most important part is that we are putting a simulation first. Uh, we have a, a workbench, so-called the design guidance, and this will be fully demonstrated by Sal, so I don't want to steal uh, uh, the thunder. And of course, uh, being a platform-based, it is designed to favor data sharing, uh, collaboration, discussion, messaging. There is a messaging system that is embedded in the uh, design environment. Uh, so these are some of the things that we do, as I said, it is uh, optimization driven, and optimization is not only optimization of shapes, but is also optimization of mechanism. Uh, we, have, we are very proud to have introduced, uh, actually we are going to introduce when we release very soon next design, uh, the first commercial product for the mainstream where you have synthesis of uh, mechanism, of 3D mechanism. So basically you define your design goals for both shapes and mechanisms and the system uh, creates shapes or uh, modifies the linkage parameters in order to get it to an optimized uh, behavior. The most important part of X-Design, I would say, is the full compatibility with the entire portfolio that is being built right now on the 3D Experience platform. You have to understand that 3D Experience platform is the product and the strategy of the system. The system is the maker not only of SolidWorks, but also of Katia, also of Simulia. <clears throat> the Simulia brands uh, develops and distributes products like Abacus, for uh, simulation, which is probably one of the best solvers uh, in the world, especially in the non-linear system. Now, the beauty of uh, X-Design is the full compatibility with just uh, a very deep and broad spectrum of uh, capabilities. And uh, the other interesting thing is that uh, the technologies that are happening in the context of the 3D Experience Platform allow for a hybrid type of deployment. Basically, you can run locally, you can install an application, or you can run remotely, and you can just use a, a browser. The scenario typical could be that you can do both. And the reason why we have chosen to do so, because first of all, we like choice for our customers, and also because uh, depending on what you want to do, uh, some technologies are better than others. For instance, today, uh, the graphics capabilities of local applications are uh, uh, broader and better than what we can achieve within a, within a browser. However, the browser is catching up very quickly, and probably the convenience of running everything in a browser instantly just by logging in is unsurpassed and will be probably become the uh, prevailing uh, paradigm, uh, just to make sure we're going to support uh, all of them. Now, <clears throat> uh, this is an important slide. Uh, the timeline for... Uh, the deployment of X-Design is, uh, we are right now, as we speak, in alpha, in alpha test, and we started here in the World Thumb uh, Fab Lab uh, uh, place, 
We will start the beta with the selected Fab Labs. We start July the 20th this year, and the worldwide beta we start in November. And Abhishek, that I introduced early on, uh, is going to manage this uh, this initial rollout. So you can contact him, uh, you know, sending an email to this uh, uh, to this address. Now, uh, without any further hesitation, I go to the favorite part of the presentation, which is showing off some of our capabilities. As you can see, uh, this is uh, X-Design, the way it shows, and it runs in, uh, in this case, is a Chrome browser in, uh, on, on, a, on an Apple uh, MacBook, I think. So <clears throat> you can see that uh, the, the organization is very tidy, that is not too busy. Uh, we can actually eliminate some of this uh, display here. This is the traditional uh, structure of your design. Uh, and there are uh, very traditional uh, capabilities like sketch, which I will show immediately, so you can uh, very easily sketch in a way that uh, is probably um, familiar to everybody that is using the SOLIDWORKS and other parametric type of uh, uh, applications. So in this case, I do. Everything is very immersive. You have to click uh, the list uh, as user. So in this case, uh, all the dimensions show up on screen, and they can click there and do this. Not only that, but also, I can switch from a, a, a sketching environment into a 3D environment. Just by clicking on the profile, I have the contextual operations that let me go into the uh, traditional uh, feature-based modeling. So in this case, I can change the distance as user and so on. And then I confirm or just hit return, and the system uh, creates for me a, an initial shape. Uh, if we go, if you look at the, the menu here, all the Traditional features are here. Uh, it is interesting because <clears throat> we let the people to create uh, uh, adding and removing material operations. But as I said, these are super features. So even after the definition, you can change the behavior. We have a lofting. And uh, again, this is the lofting uh, automotive grade type of lofting, automotive grade type of uh, feature creation. These, these shapes are uh, a very high level of uh, precision because uh, as I said, this is the technology that is coming from uh, the platform and has been in production for 30 years. As you may know, uh, probably 50% of the products that you see in the world are designed using this type of technology. So let's move on a little bit. I do a shell here. I remove this face, the three millimeter default shell thickness. So I have uh, basically a, a product like this. Then I can decide to put a sketch on the top face. Uh, I will not uh, do too much in this context, but uh, just to show the concept of interference, of inf inference here. So if you go in uh, near uh, an axis or near uh, the center, you basically nudge the system to uh, position a feature uh, where you want. So uh, this is a circle, as you can see. Yeah, by clicking on the circumference, I have the, um, uh, the dimensions that I can directly model in this context. And uh, as here as well, I can uh, extrude. In this case, uh, I can do a more complex uh, extrusion. Basically, I want to extrude in two, uh, in two directions. So one is direction one, the other one is direction two. As you can see, you, can, you have all these uh, um, controls that let you uh, add the dimensions in the way you want. And when you're done, you say, okay, and you have your feature. <clears throat> so. Similarly, I can cut uh, uh, a hole. Again, I can, I can place very easily uh, a sketch here. Okay, let me do uh, here. Yeah, I like it better. So if I nudge uh, the, the circle, it will help me uh, snap to the relevant uh, geometry. So another dimension here, just to make sure. Uh, this is 26, I guess. I can do 26. <clears throat> and now I do a cutout uh, using this uh, immersive menu. And again, all the behaviors are here, solid, added, cut, thin, 
and I can switch the behavior uh, the way I want. In this case, it's very convenient to use the true or both. These are uh, um, interesting capabilities that are, let's say, mainstream, very much popularized. Now, let me go quickly to uh, an important uh, um, capability here, which is uh, the um, uh, pattern. It's called the patterning features. So here I can go from linear to circular uh, pattern, and I just need to select the axis for direction. I can select a circular face or an axis of the coordinate, and then I just click on the features that I want to pattern. In this case, I want to pattern the added feature and, and the hole. And I say, okay, let's make it, uh, yeah, I can make it four. <clears throat> and uh, as you can see here, uh, everything is as designed, but uh, everything is uh, parametric. So for instance, if I wanted to go and change uh, any dimension, I just double click on, uh, on the, on the um, sketch. And then I can change it. For instance, this one, I can put it uh, uh, 38. And everything will be redesigned uh, accordingly. Uh, this is interesting because, uh, uh, OK, so this is typical parametric approach. Actually, I wanted to do a little different change. I make it 39. Let's see. Because the reason why I'm doing this is because uh, I wanted to try some filleting capabilities. I want to stress the system a little bit. So let uh, me go into go, go into filler. Fillet is a typical uh, uh, capability where the system goes, let's say, to its uh, uh, boundaries. Uh, so let's make it uh, 0.4. Let's make it one millimeter. Okay, maybe two. Okay, so the interesting thing here is that if I change uh, the parametric nature, so as you can see, these fillets are complex geometries because they are interacting in areas like this. As I said, the robustness of the system is uh, pretty uh, amazing. Let's try the robustness right now, changing the topology. So for instance, I want to change the pattern from uh, a pattern of four to a pattern of three. Now, as you can imagine, the, um, the topology is changing uh, deeply. And uh, let me do it. Uh, OK, let me do something different. Huh? Yeah. No, no, I just I just changed this dimension. I put it back to 35, 36. And it's 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 killing me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, I can go back, you know, and revert uh, at any time and go back to the original design and change anything in between and so on. Uh, so this would require some troubleshooting, but at the end, now he's telling me, yeah, let's say the fillet is, uh, is basically in, uh, um, okay, he wants the face. Okay, let's make it one millimeter. That space was too small. Ah, the, uh, the gap is too small. Okay, anyway. Okay. Oh no, we do we do the, the oh, yeah. we do the after after uh, yes. Okay, okay. So anyway, um, we can play with this thing a lot, but fundamentally, you can see a very large selection of capabilities here. And the system is uh, is very robust, so you can play with the geometry, you can uh, uh, push the limit, you can get impossible type of rounds, and so on. But as I said, the most important part that uh, is uh, X design is uh, putting a simulation up front. So instead of doing this exercise that is very traditional of sketch and extrude, uh, we really wanted to ask 
the computer to um, to build uh, uh, an optimized geometry for my for my design is what we call design guidance. Let me pass the microphone right now to Sal, Great. which is uh, going to show this uh, uh, in his environment. Thank you. So what you're looking at here is uh, another X design session, um, and what we're going to build is a, a bracket. But before I uh, I do that, I just wanted to share with everyone. Um, to kind of commemorate the opening of the Fab Lab, a couple of colleagues of mine and I, we built this skateboard from scratch, uh, made some really cool graphics on the back. And so my goal Sorry, today uh, is actually- Just take a minute to explain how you made the skateboard. There's a lot of oh. uh, snowboard and skateboard makers watching. Okay, yeah, so um, what we did was we modeled the, the skateboard design uh, in SolidWorks, uh, and then we used the surfaces there to extract uh, the surfaces of a mold. We built a mold out of a glue up of a bunch of two by fours. And then we sorry, uh, just, took it over. Sorry, a few more details. Explain built a mold oh. and then explain the layout. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, if, I, if I go into detail, I, I bought a bunch of two by fours from, yeah, you want to, can, can you? No, meaning just, meaning just you, you milled it on the buddy behind you. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, so, so we machined it on the shop lot afterwards. Um, and we show it, it, we show it yeah. around when we do the tour. Yeah, we can actually show you the mold in, in a little while. Um, okay. And then we did a, a glue up of seven layers of, uh, of birch plywood, of uh, birch uh, veneer, pardon me. Uh, glued it and clamped it overnight, and then took it over to the bandsaw, cut the shape out that you see here, um, and then uh, a bunch of sanding and uh, and finishing later, we applied um, vinyl cut graphics to the bottom, did a uh, clear coat, uh, and then uh, rode it around. We have the mold is behind here. you now. Or add a sec, just if you turn it slightly. Yeah, okay. That's it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, so our, our goal right now with, uh, with design guidance is to build a bracket to mount this thing to the wall so we can display it proudly. Um, and so I have an idea of what the bracket should look like, but I want to rely on X-Design to sort of suggest what that, should, uh, what that should be. So what I've done is built two simple sketches, uh, two circles that look, uh, identify where the locating uh, screws are going to go to mount it to the wall, and then these rectangular uh, pads where the wheels will rest. And I'm gonna ask the system to figure everything else out. So in design guidance, it's actually quite straightforward. I simply have to tell the system uh, what my reality is. So here I'm just clamping those two circular areas where they will be clamped to the or screwed to the wall. I'm going to identify the load condition where the wheels are going to rest. And what's nice here is I can uh, identify a custom load, but we also have some uh, pre-baked ones like you know simulating a hard push by a human hand. I will go ahead and hit OK there. That's ultimately all I need to do. Uh, but what I've also chosen to do is ahead of time I built a volume. Uh, I'm calling it a keep out volume because uh, I want to be able to get my screw gun in there to drive the screws. I want to make sure that the geometry of the trucks don't interfere. So I built this simple geometry to tell the system you're not allowed to give me a result inside that space. So now we just walk through and, uh, and set some other parameters. You know, how heavy do you want this thing to be? We'll give it a, a fairly light target uh, uh, volume. We're going to go ahead and identify the keep out region. So this volume is going to be kept out. And then we just hit, hit generate. And X-Design uh, X is going to go off and do some math for us. And in a moment, we'll see some results start to filter in. It's kind of a nice, it'll start to flow. And you can see the, the preliminary results here. And essentially, it's identifying the load path um, and where I need to have material in my final design. So once it goes a little bit longer, we'll, uh, we'll stop it. It's kind of nice that we can, we can get that sort of, there we go, an initial uh, result. We can let this thing churn for more time. But that's enough information for me to sort of get a sense of where I should put material. Um, so with that, uh, I can now go ahead and use sort of a, a more a, a traditional approach. Oops. Let me just show those results. And I'm going to, again, in the interest of time, there's so much more we want to show you today. I'm going to just unsuppress uh, some features I've already created. So we'll just go down the line. And what I did was I kept in mind uh, the manufacturing processes that I have available to me in the, uh, in the lab. And so I decided I'm gonna make this out of uh, eighth inch plywood. So this again is, uh, I'll hide the results in a moment, but that's sort of my take on what the design should look like. If I, again, hide the results of the design guidance, you can see now I've got this sort of nice plywood jigsaw puzzle that I've created. So in a moment, we'll actually manufacture a piece of this, but before we do that, uh, we're gonna go over to virtual reality and see this design uh, in a virtual space. So we'll turn it over to Manish now. Yeah. You can go. Okay. Yeah, my good. 
Yeah, and good. Okay, so let's go now in the virtual area. So this is where this is the station where we were playing before. You see Marie Planchard, she's the director of the education uh, department here at SolidWorks. I'll be checking again. So here we have an HTC Vive. Uh, you see the sensor here. Oh, by the way, uh, look out over the Fab Lab. We have uh, interns working here. Hi, what is your name? Very good. Are you having fun? Very good. So this is a sand blaster. Uh, this is a CNC machine. And uh, here is Manish. Having fun with the virtual reality. So this is the area for uh, the HTC Vive. And uh, you can see here, I hope you can see that we are uh, experimenting in virtual reality the uh, hangar for the uh, for the skateboard. Okay, so sorry, so DT, how does the VR relate to X-Design? Is that still in the browser? Yes, actually, you just, uh, as simple as connecting with the USB port, you connect your headset to the USB port on any machine where the browser is running, and you're good to go. So it's really plug and play. Very, very easy. It is, it is part of the same environment. Um, as it is, uh, you know, the, uh, the mods that I will show after, uh, uh, after this uh, VR thing. So, Manish, how do you like this? You can take the headset off. <laughs> so show you, show the components of this uh, uh, virtual reality experience. So you have uh, the wands. What do you do with the wands? So this is how we are zooming in and out, maybe you can like to show. So this is with one wand, I'm trying to rotate it, rotate the model. So you, yeah. <clears throat> the other, I'm able to move the model. So basically one wand is to uh, grab the model and really manipulate it, move around. And the other wand is to move yourself around. There are triggers, and then there is the headset, very easy to use. Uh, we are working with many other, uh, many other providers of uh, virtual reality, and uh, um, it's interesting because uh, uh, people, right now the trend is to go beyond the use of wands and make it more tactile in a virtual reality environment. For instance, a company called Meta is doing it in a holographic environment, so you actually touch the holograms and manipulate it directly, so you don't need any wall. But let's go back now for the final touch of our design. Here we have shown, and <laughs> going to show the uh, the mods connected directly to X Design. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Um, thank you, Sal. Uh, for um, <clears throat> showing the uh, the bracket for the skateboard. The next thing is that the um, how do we send the, the data precisely that defined and analyzed in the X design to the manufacturing, especially in this case, we're going through to the mod. Um, for X design, that we have to define a special button command called the FatLab Connect. Um, what happened is that the um, it has a very primitive UI at this point, mainly it opened up the uh, mod uh, website URL uh, in the browser to make, uh, make communication that so we can have an X-Design talk to the mod and as I said, have a mod uh, communicate with X-Design using the communication. Uh, what I'm going to show you is that. Sorry, Sean, unpack that. How is the X Design Cloud talking to the Mods Cloud? Yes, I'm going to show the steps. That so I'm going to show you the module that does the work. How they it communicates uh, with uh, um, the mod. What I'm showing here is a single module. This is the module which do this, the uh, the interface between the X Design and Mod. Uh, to the web socket. And that's a communication that is, it has an um, X design build the communication between a web socket with server, service is running on the back end, and also we have a mod talk to the, the web socket and do the um, a round trip by um, bi directional communication. 
And the second thing is that how do we send state for the uh, X design to Mars? So sorry, one of the things I want to stress is what you've implemented, it talks nicely to mods, but it's even more general, meaning you have a web socket you've opened up so you can pump geometry in and out through the web socket to JavaScript applications. Yes, that's, that's exactly. So, so I'm going to show you next is that once we have this interface, how you uh, are the uh, integrate with uh, the, your efficient mask program. For example, um, sorry. Open up the wrong window. Excuse me. Come back one second. So I'm going to open a local program here. So you can see here, I have a bunch of programs that already designed to come in with X design. And we have applied laser printer and Roland SRM, the precision mini machine, shop box, home mark, vinyl cutter. Each one they have their specifically the mod program defined with it. And I'm going to show you just one with uh, at last, uh, so this is, yeah, this is basically the listing, uh, the enumeration of all the machines that we have here in the Fab Lab. Right. So, so you can go in the menu, you can pick the machines that you want, right? Right, right. That's <clears> the, um, all the setup is already working with the, the Fab Lab in here. And the first thing is that we're going to breach the communication with the, the, the mod uh, people. If you are a mod user, you probably already have a mod process. So you only have to add this, uh, um, the server interface connection. And the next thing is that once it's connected, how do we send the data precisely over? Is that in here, we go back to the X design. I will just pick here a phase. You see the one phase selected, and I'll go back to the uh, map program, I'll maximize it. And you can see that you're already sending the data from X design, and it listens to the selection event. <clears throat> And send it in to the SVG format, which is a scalable, scalable graphic. And we can make sure the, our data is very precise when it's sent to the model. And um, in the same model process, this is whatever, uh, uh, exactly the same process that uh, um, people are already using the model. Um, and the only thing different is that in this process, we have a port one at uh um, module perhaps uh, definition for for the laser cutting, and so what I did is that once we have uh, <coughs> material selection, in this case we're cutting the root, then I'll do the calculate. Then you can see that we run through the Newton uh, algorithm, through the image processing, finding the offset, uh, translate the uh, uh, finding the edge and the translate the jump, the path, and also. It was uh, in here. It was sending the path ready to the uh, print service here. And what another thing we made enhancement in on the print services here. The the old print service only works for the Linux, and we have to make uh, the window port for printers. What this is that you don't have to change the the your client side widget. You continue use the client side widget, but only change is the on the on the back end that you have. Um, a Windows version of print server. So you just run your um, your print server on your your that next to your machine, and you will take the the printer job into there. So go back to month here. So I already have my print service set up here, and uh, the laser cutter is my default printer. So next thing is that I will send file to the printer. So let's go to see the, uh, okay. the laser cutting Wait machine. Are we back? Yep. Good. Okay, so now the final touch. After all this work of most and everything, uh, you only have to do one thing here, and it's to click on the button. So through the cloud, the instructions were sent here. The machine is ready. There is a little... Uh, a wooden tablet here, and I have to print, press go, I guess, right? Here you go. Oh, uh, turn on your exhaust. 
Yeah, this is yeah, it for, for the fumes. This is the little. You can see a lot of people in awe. You know, this is fantastic. I can tell that the idea of, uh, you know, designing something, thing digitally, we have been doing this for 25 years now. We kind of expect those pixels to come up, right? Sometimes they don't. Uh, sometimes they have to adjust and fight with fillets and stuff. But at the end, you get to where you want to go. But going from there to this, as we speak, it's uh, priceless, I would say. Uh, we have done, actually. So the rule is wait for two minutes for the fumes to go away. But we are strong boys, so we can break the rules a little bit. That's what you do in Fab Labs anyway. All right. So I have the honor of the final touch. We go here. Sal, you were supposed to come in uh, driving the skateboard, right? So let's do that stuff. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we have to make it real. Here you go. This is a real skateboard designed and manufactured in the Fabla. Oh, by the way, this is the machine where we did the mold. <clears throat> this is a shop-bought machine. The mold was done here. Yes, you are, uh, you are a very good. So now let's do it. <clears throat> let's put it on. Look at that, super precision, perfect. And the final touch is to put it on. As designed, as simulated and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, a little applause of this wonderful team. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's a lot of fun actually, it's a lot of fun. So we, have, we go back now to uh, the main uh, screen for the conversation and question and answers. Good job. Uh, let me run through some questions. First, uh, can you recap again the schedule you just said for rolling out? Yes. So we are doing uh, the alpha test of X design as we speak <clears throat> in uh, in this lab, and uh, we are going to go to a beta uh, run with the selected Fab Labs uh, uh, Fab Labs uh, sites. Uh, in uh, throughout the world, and we will start this uh, July the 20th, and uh, we will do <clears throat> worldwide rollout beta. We will stay in beta for quite some time, but we will start November 2017. And uh, if you want to share my screen, uh, Abhishek is going to is going to be in charge <clears throat> of uh, just to summarize the. Uh, the rollout, the rollout uh, schedule, and uh, Abhishek, you can send an email to this uh, address here, and Abhishek will be expertly uh, connect you, give you just uh, the, uh, the the license to run. Uh, it's a name license. You just need uh, a login, and you will be in business. And uh, of course, this is a, a beta thing. is uh, uh, It's very important for us uh, to collect your. Uh, feedback, and of course we started here because this is the true inspiration for a product like this one. So here's a big question. Uh, traditional CAD, you pay for seats. There's the whole open source CAD world. And then what's been growing is, is freemium models where you don't pay to use it, you pay as you grow to resource consumption. So talk about who's going to pay for what as, as well, this develops. So, I think the model will be similar to what is already happening out there if you go to uh, you know, the phone companies or uh, cable TV. So there are some fixed costs because you basically don't uh, have to invest in any type of infrastructure. You just use a browser, okay? Uh, but the space and, uh, and, of course, compute time are a cost that uh, uh, we need uh, our users to participate in. So there will be some fixed cost. And like in cable TV, you want to watch a movie or do some, uh, some exercise of this type, there will be a payment based on the outcome. For instance, you want to run a sophisticated uh, multiple CPUs and GPUs simulation, then you will be able to just buy the uh, runtime to, to have the answer. 
And basically, the system model is paying uh, based on the outcome. Uh, we have not uh, we are not ready to communicate the pricing because, we, as I said, we will be in beta for a long time. We want to understand uh, what are the useful things, what is uh, the user's pattern. We need to run statistics uh, also on the consumption of resources on our servers. We have servers all over the world. The system also owns uh, uh, data warehouses uh, co uh, th that uh, so we can ensure where the data are stored. This is important for. Uh, for some uh, for some companies, uh, but and, and it will be fully instrumented, and we will run and detailed analytics. We need to learn. We are very new to this type of model, and it will take some time. Don't worry about that. It's going to be for the Fab Lab. It's going to be included. Okay. Then let's run through some common wish lists. So <clears throat> one is photorealistic rendering. One is animation of functions. One is design of mechanisms, and one is multi-physics simulation. So can you talk through the roadmap for each of those? Yes. Uh, so uh, realistic rendering, uh, it's, uh, it's already part of the platform. Uh, I have not uh, demonstrated it, but we are, uh, uh, I think we have uh, very good technologies for that. Uh, part, uh, it is in our portfolio, the company that does uh, the, uh, if you see the um, what is called? 3D Excite. Yeah, 3D Excite. If you look at the commercials of uh, the most exciting commercial of the automotive industry, you see those machines that like uh, they morph into robots and go back into machines. And the most sophisticated technology for uh, digital advertising is totally done using uh, uh, using the system technology. So, so essentially, uh, mm. I, I would say that there are three parts as GP showed in one of the very first few slides, that there is SolidWorks desktop, then there is connected, and then there is web. What you are asking is already available in the connected environment, because in that environment, we already have the uh, live rendering as a solution. For simulation, we already have, you name it, and I'm pretty sure Simulia has that kind of um, <clears throat> multi-physics environment. So what you want is already existing in the connected environment, Slowly, we will start to migrate things onto the web environment. X-Design is the very first step, where X-Design will be uh, the first the design application. Slowly, we start to transition. Rendering will be the second one we uh, will try to focus on. Okay, and, and again, to push, the, the web is so important because that's finally then cross-platform. So can you try to project what might be a schedule for how those will come? Yeah, so uh, I can tell you that simulation, will be the first multi-physics simulation run in the browser. It will be the first together with the, uh, with the motion simulation uh, in the one year, one, one year time frame. Motion simulation uh, is and going to be- Rendering is also coming actually. Rendering as well. Motion, motion simulation is going to be uh, physics based. Uh, so you don't, uh, you don't have you know, separate world for kinematics and the physics. It's going to be one physics, very realistic simulation based on real weights and, uh, you know, momentum and inertia and, uh, and those type of uh, physics-based physics, uh, physics properties. Uh, Multi-physics simulation is, again, one year time frame. I think it was already in beta not long ago. Yeah. Uh, mechanism synthesis is uh, already part of uh, what we call the mechanical uh, conceptual designer that we rolled out since two years. It will uh, go. It will be included in an offer that we call mechanical engineer, that is part of the connected world. So it still requires an installation, but it will uh, basically everything will be rolled out into the online environment in time. Let's say I would say between one to three years we will have the full complete portfolio that is going to be exclusively online. Okay. Uh, so you can and the, the the generative optimization you showed is that going to be in the, the first phase, or is that a coming attraction? It is first phase. Generative, uh, generative uh, we call design guidance. It, is, uh, it will be uh, available. It is available now, actually, for the beta here. It will be available in July and November. Yes, it is integral part of the first release of X-Design. Now, here's a harder question. One of the real wish lists is be able to do um, Mixed mode simulation, so you can simulate microcode running on a processor, talking to a circuit, talking to a motor, talking to a mechanism, talking to physics. 
Um, talk about your roadmap to go from sort of the code all the way through. Yes, this, uh, this will, uh, actually it is happening as we speak because as you know, software the management and simulation of software is, uh, is very important and there are uh, many modules in the platform. Uh, we are migrating all of them into this format that runs on, uh, on the browser, but full simulation of microcode, of microcontrollers, uh, from the software and also the management software will come. I don't have a firm date uh, as well because uh, this is not happening in the realm of solid. It's part of uh, the greater family, but as you know, we have uh, Modelica, we have many, many technologies that are just uh, itching to become products in, inside the browser. And we are fully dedicated to making this happen. That's great. Um, we're down to 15 minutes, so let's open up to questions from anybody on the video conference. Takes a minute to start. Questions, comments? Yeah, I have one question. Sorry. Yeah, oh, let me ask people that. Sorry, friend. Uh, let me ask people to introduce themselves. Uh, yeah. Just, just start a minute. Your your historical personal arc is interesting. So just take a minute. Uh, my name is Francisco. I'm I'm from Barcelona, but I'm now living in Dubai. Uh, yeah. uh, I started a fab lab in which is called the Beach Lab. Now it became mobile, and I'm I brought it to here to Dubai. Uh, I was one of the early adopters of your early um, work promotion. You remember? Uh, that, that, that one that you made to FabLab two years. And it expired now, and it's too bad that because I, I really liked it, but I stopped using it because it was like super expensive. It was like 2,000 euros a, a year only for maintenance, for keeping like the updates. And I, I'm wondering if you are going to do something like to to renew or something like this for the existing labs, or do you have any plan for that? We just have to renew yeah, actually, you, you see, Marie, Marie, come forward. <laughs> Marie's in charge of this. She, she's uh, yeah, the, to, the lady just, of the labs. You just have to renew through the Fab Foundation website and send a note that you want to renew and give us your Fab Lab name. So sorry, Marie, take a minute to explain both Fab Labs and Fab Academy, the support you're providing. Okay, sure. <laughs> So on the, <laughs> on the FAB Foundation website, there is a place called Resources, a tab called Resources, and you will see the SolidWorks logo there. Um, if you're an existing FAB Lab, you can reapply, and we will give you your SolidWorks Premium Commercial License. If you're a new FAB Lab, and you haven't used this promotion, you can apply, and we will give you a SOLIDWORKS Premium Commercial License. If you are a FAB Academy, then we will also give you a 10-seat network of the SOLIDWORKS Education Edition for your lab to, to run classes, and also we will give you our Maker Edition, which is really um, a, a watermarked version of SOLIDWORKS standard for you to use for education tied to the FAB Academy, so you could give that to all your members. But they have to be members of your FAB lab. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, that's so good that you said that, because I, when, I, when it expired, I contacted my local distributor of SOLIDWORKS, also FAB Lab Leon, who is here, there. They also did the same. We contacted them, and they told us that we couldn't renew. No, no. I, do, do me a favor. My, my, for those of you on the phone, um, my email is Marie, M-A-R-I-E. Okay, Marie, oh, yeah, um, Marie we, have, we have Abhishek's uh, email address uh, okay. up. Yeah, so if you just contact Abhishek. Yeah, just send a note to Abhishek, and Abhishek will forward it to me. If you need an update, we'll make sure um, that you get an update, okay? Just send a note to Abhishek and say, my SolidWorks license expired. I'm still here. That's the big thing. We need to confirm that you're still where you say you are. Okay. And to be, to be clear, 
two parts to that. One is Marie's in charge of education and community. And so, you know, this policy flows from her and she's committed to providing access in fab labs. This part of what we're talking about is existing solid work. The last 45 minutes was on this new cloud solution and coming ahead, that'll be a very different model. That'll be anybody gets access through a browser and then we need to arrange for the resource consumption. So, by the way, I heard the word promotion. It's not a promotion. We said FabLab is a permanent program. It's not expiring or anything. It needs right. to be renewed because we, we need to know who is still active or not. So, but apart from that, yeah, it is. We're, we're a founding member, um, you know, CAD partner with the FAB Foundation. We take our partnership very seriously. Okay, Fred. Thank you very much, Marie. Thank you. How do you like Dubai? Yeah, it's not that hot that they say. <laughs> <laughs> I love Barcelona. I love Fab Fab uh, Fab Twelve in Barcelona. It was amazing. Yeah, I like but Barcelona better actually. Marie, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm, on the VNC, I'm looking to see um, his Fab Lab in Sitges. Um, I don't know if there's a good picture. It it's called the Beach Fab Lab because it's a Fab Lab on the beach. I need to go there, John Paulo. Which one? I, I need... Dubai or Barcelona? No, no, no it's in Sitges. It's in Sitges. Sitges. Okay. Yeah, it's near Barcelona. Oh, near Barcelona. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you got to wear a small bathing suit I, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, okay, uh, other questions or comments from the video conference? Give it a minute. How many people Hello? are connected? Yeah, go ahead. Um, hello. Um, I would just uh, to ask sorry, let me ask people. To... Sorry, let me ask people yeah. to introduce yeah. who you are and where you are. Yeah. So my name is uh, Sebastiano, and I'm uh, video conferencing from uh, Venice. So I'm actually in a fab lab that's called uh, Crunch Lab, which is uh, very near to Venice. Um, I can also introduce uh, my, my story. I'm uh, a continuing student from uh, Fab Academy, and uh, I'm really new to uh, modeling, uh, 3D modeling. Uh, being a uh, Free software activist I was looking for a software that was not uh, uh, linked uh, to a proprietary system like uh, uh, like you know Windows. So I was uh, trying with FreeCAD, and then I was looking for uh, something more professional, and that's the way that I began began to use uh, Onshape in uh, Fab Academy. And um, uh, then I, I saw the all, uh, almost all the recitations. So we had John Isik and then um, Eric from, uh, from Fusion. Um, so I, I now understand that uh, every, everything is going cloud. And it is very good to me to know that uh, I can use it from Linux and, uh, and, uh, and Firefox. So now I'm happy with the Onshape. Um, how could you convince me to, um, to go to uh, Web SolidWorks? I think I was hoping I just did. <laughs> it's everybody into the cloud. You showed the cloud. Why is your cloud different from any other cloud? It's a great question. Well, Yes, it's a good question. I mean, the, the fundamental difference is, I would say, is the, the breadth of the offer. So uh, I don't comment on, uh, on, on competing uh, decisions, but at the end, what X-Design is offering is a browser window on the world of the system, which is building technology that is putting aircraft in the air and cars on the road. So, Sorry, Jean-Paul, let me ask to unpack just that last point. Can you relate how X-Design relates to CATIA and talk a little bit about how CATIA is used? So, um, 
we are part of, of the Dassault System family that has been in the business uh, since the 80s. Uh, Dassault System acquired SolidWorks uh, right after the foundation, so early in, in the mid-90s, uh, in 97, I think. And, um, uh, and at the end, uh, Dassault System is the maker of uh, a software called Katia, in addition of SolidWorks. And uh, as you know, Katia today is used uh, extensively in the automotive and uh, aerospace uh, uh, environment, while SolidWorks, I would say, is extens extensively used everywhere else. So this is why at the beginning I was saying that uh, chances are that 50% of the objects that you see, in the manufactured objects that you see around you, are, uh, have been designed either with Katia or uh, SolidWorks. Now, uh, the, the, the family has expanded adding uh, uh, technologies to design material, even to design living materials. Uh, we have uh, a brand in the family called Biovia that is used by Nobel Prize to design their molecules. Uh, we have in the family a software called Simulia that is putting together many uh, companies uh, specialized in simulation from static to nonlinear, uh, the famous Abacus Solver, which is probably the de facto standard for uh, automotive aerospace crash test, also nuclear, uh, nuclear industries, but also companies like CST that does a simulation of the magnetic field. Uh, and I could. Hello, welcome to the conferencing system. Please enter. I'll connect you to your conference now. Uh, I convinced you to at least try this. If not, I can come visit you in Venice. I'm in Italy very often as we are both fellow Italians and I can convince you even more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will give it a try. And uh, I believe uh, integration is, uh, it is uh, a good, uh, good answer. Okay. Um, let's see. I think I see Lambert in Rwanda. Oh. Can you say hi? Hi, Lambert. <laughs> Remember, star six to unmute on the bridge. Um, here, I'm going to unmute you. Lambert? Go ahead. But Lambert, come closer to the microphone. Oh, okay. Let me try. volume. Yeah, just you need to be close to the microphone. Go ahead. Okay. So now uh, I was interested in this session. I was interested in this session about how the with the speed innovation, so and I hope uh, it can help us uh, in our lab. So sometimes uh, it's very difficult to so, analyze different color, different designs, even different color, even 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 different coding. So by using this uh, this technology for for example, also to help us to progress even progress much faster. Even if it's just about using computation to uh, and I'm, I'm okay. how so well let me note one part of that which is um uh so uh manish runs development sean is one of the lead developers and let me just explain the mods integration again um the mods integration is two really two different things. one is specifically in a, a link to mods, but more generally, the WebSocket JavaScript interface. And the idea of both of you know, is to reduce the threshold for the community to extend the platform. And so um, yeah. if you want to build work 
for beginners, for kids, for own. Part of the goal is to make it extensive and seamless um, so we can send the platform into workflows directly to the machine. They're, they're trying very hard to open internal to share with us. It's, it's okay. We're almost out of time. We can follow up later. So that, that's fine for now. Thanks, Lambert. Okay. Um, we're almost out of time. Are there any final questions? Otherwise, we'll wrap up. Give it a minute. Yes. Uh, yes, Andy. Go yeah. Yes, uh, go ahead. Andy, um, Andy from um, a FinTech Garden in Munich. I'm yep. now here in the lab uh, Berlin because I was here for a make a I, I run a Hi. fab lab for closer to the camera uh, to the microphone. No, you're fine. Go I ahead. Run lab, I run a fab lab focused on, on teenagers. They're actually here with me. Teenagers. Uh, the fab lab in, in Berlin. Um, okay. my, my question is the following. Um, um, I, I just really got into fusion and my uh, the main reason was because of the cam option. I'm getting into 3D um, milling and stuff. So uh, I, I was not, uh, do you have anything uh, there in the making? Would be awesome for me to have some in the browser cam option. This would be something I would be very interesting, uh, interested to have. Yes. So we have, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your question. We have two things. One is uh, uh, if you if you are familiar with the desktop, if you like that environment, we have a new product called Solidos Cam, which is exactly milling and is going to be available October, uh, September, mid-September. Uh, if you want to run uh, those things in a browser, they will come as well because we have a manufacturing solution as part of the platform coming from Denia, and uh, we have already, uh, we are already lining up uh, uh, solutions that run in the browser. But those actually will be available, integrated in the platform, and one click away from, uh, uh, from X-Design uh, that requires a small installation, and they will become available when we roll out uh, X-Design in, uh, in November this year. There are two solutions for prismatic machining and for turning. But sorry, there's three solutions because again, there's also the mods integration, and we oh, haven't yeah. finished porting to mods. Uh, the old fab modules have three-axis rough and finish cutting. We haven't finished porting that to mods, but that'll come. Similarly, mods, the old uh, will 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 add to that things like trochoidal toolpath um, or adaptive clearing. And once again, belaboring, part of the point of that integration is rather than just asking them what they're going to do, they're really embracing this um, symbiosis where through that mods hook, we can extend uh, things like path planning for workflows we want to do. So it's a question for us as well as them, rather than us just asking them what they're going to do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, we just showed the mods and probably this will be uh, the de facto standards for X design in the Fab Lab, and Sean is going to to implement every latest and greatest that is coming with the mods. And just to, again to belabor it, it's it's not any one of them; it's all of the above. It's just it's not a lockdown platform where we wait to tell them what we can do. It's sort of this open ecosystem where they'll be bringing in all of these features, and we can extend it in the ways that match our workflows. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You were there? Okay. I was in FabLab Berlin. I, I was just in FabLab Berlin in April. It was an amazing place. Amazing place. I now have a connection. <laughs> Every time I go to a city, I look for a FabLab. It's great. Yes, uh, there should be more in Berlin. There uh, uh, should be more. It's uh, such a big city. It uh, uh, should be much more than just one FabLab, I think. <laughs> Yep. We agree. Yeah, but they're growing in brewery across the street. <coughs> Can't wait for that. It was a brewery okay. and now they bought it for two hundred million. Yeah. The, not the, 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 the company. <laughs> Great.
Okay, so we're out of time. So on that note, I appreciate all the effort um, you put into making this demonstration. Uh, interested labs, reach out to Abhishek for the sort of alpha to beta trial. And then the goal is later in the year to make this available to everybody. To re it really is, I mean, it's, it's a small step, but a big step to have a cross-platform cloud design solution with all of the backend features that can directly through the cloud talk directly to a machine without any local configuration is a really big step. So very exciting yeah, to see. Yeah. Yeah, and, I should, yeah, and maybe close with the lab they're sitting in is intended supposed to be a working lab, but also as a test bed for that cloud integration to every possible machine. So the expectation is lots of machines will flow through there to build this notion that you don't configure to talk to the machine, it just becomes part of the ecosystem. Yep. That's it. Good. Okay. Thank you very much. Lots of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.